Welcome to the Social Impactors Podcast. This podcast is all about impact. We work to highlight impactful individuals making positive social change in their communities. From coaches, authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, we tap into the minds of some of the most impactful people around the world to find out how they have built a life of creating impact. Now listen in and be ready to go on a journey of enlightenment, motivation, and awe. Social impact everywhere. Okay, so hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Social Impactors Podcast, a podcast where we highlight people making positive social change in their communities. And today we have Eric, who, uh, who if you haven't seen on LinkedIn, you have to go check him out. He's doing incredible stuff. And uh, Eric, I'd love for you just to introduce yourself, you know, who you are, what you do. And if people don't know by now what you do, that's crazy. But <laughs> yeah. And why you believe you're a social impactor. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you for having me on. So my name is Eric. I go by Dids on the internet. Um, I am the chief creative officer of Urban Misfit Ventures, also known probably to you as the Misfits. Um, basically, I, I manage all the projects from the creative side, make sure everything's looking good. You know, it's funny because we'll be in meetings and people that don't necessarily know about the misfits are like, well, yeah, what, you know, what do you do specifically? And I'm like, I just make it look good. You know, <laughs> that's all that they need to know. I don't need to get into too much detail. But yeah, so that, that's where I start. Uh, that's where I'm at now. And I think really just for me, it's just creating content and being a creative that inspires action, that inspires you to get out and not be afraid to use your phone, not be afraid to use your $200 point and shoot to just create a story because really it's not always about the visual that people care about but it's it's the story that brings people in yeah and and one thing i've noticed too and and i'll just pull you know quentin into this conversation too because you guys are so close but uh you are at a very very professional level level now but what was nice is seeing you guys come from the beginning and you know and, and we wanted to show that so we're, yeah, i'm happy and, to hear that yeah and it was so well done because you could see that it was really intentional right like this is where we started this is where we are now and it's not to say that this is you know incredibly you know amazing and so different but it was right. the process well, and, and Q mentioned the other day, because it's me and Bremer there handling all of the creative stuff. And he's like, I'm starting to see you guys kind of blend into each other. Like I'm starting to see now Diz is editing more like Bremer and Bremer's editing a little bit more like Eric. And like, there's kind of this cool crossover. It's happening. like, we help each other out, but even just on like personal projects, we're starting to notice a little bit of like, okay, I noticed that from Bremer's side of creativeness. And you know, there's things that I do that Bremer's now like, oh yeah, okay, I see how that works. And you know, we're really bouncing off each other well. And it's, you know, we wanted to, even with our first brand collaborations we've been growing luckily faster than we've anticipated so it's kind of been a uh, okay we're gonna just start here start small push out what we can and, and you know we always want to we're always trying to be better with our stories as well even since we are a storytelling company but you know you can see that like you said a definite progression and it's fun for us to go back to because you know a lot of people that come to us after a while they're like oh i remember you from this video or, i remember you from this video and from what we've been doing over the last few months when we have moving forward it's like oh so you started at that one huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you first saw of us right oh boy <laughs> but it's good though it's good to see that that uh that transition right um but let's jump into the questions then and, and the first like official question i have is how are you making a positive impact in your community through what you do with storytelling or maybe personally as well yeah, so I think for us, a lot of it is bringing people out of their shells and making people feel comfortable sharing their story. A lot of Milwaukee is kind of 
under the radar and they always call it small walkie because it's you know it's a big city and it has a bit of that big city feel but it's not chicago it's not new york it's not los angeles and a lot of people in those bigger markets are just you know you can walk down a street and see five people vlogging and it's not necessarily out of place but in milwaukee you see that and everybody kind of gives you the what are you really doing look so for us it's really about just bringing people out of their shells and just making them comfortable telling their story because everybody has a story everybody's lived a life everybody has moments that they can share on video through text through photo whatever that may be that we want people to share because everybody's story is beautiful in its own way and we want people to to realize that and it i i find that statement of everyone has a story it's such an undervalued statement like everyone says it you know it's a little bit of a buzzword like oh you know you have a story say it but it, it's so crazy how unique everyone's story is whether you've had the same interactions it's always different right so it really is true that everyone does have a story well and like you know brema came through sudan through kenya and and other you know he was a refugee and stuff and we didn't know that even when we first met him so for him you know we were all making linkedin videos and they were like brem you got to make linkedin videos we're like tell him where you came from and like he made this video and it already is well outperforming my best video even to date on linkedin and it's like see brem you got the story just let it out man like people want to hear that because it brings the relationship closer especially through online platforms and online social medias it makes it feel a lot less online hmm. yeah yeah uh, and, and this is a little bit of a sidebar then, but with LinkedIn and LinkedIn video, and you know, there was that huge jump with LinkedIn video. And now I'm finding that people, you know, are solidifying themselves, in, you know, their personal brand or whatever that may be. But what do you see the future of LinkedIn video becoming? That's kind of what we're talking about internally, because it's, you know, we're playing around with different things, be it end cards, be it different camera angles, you know, we'll shoot with multiple cameras now instead of just like talking head stuff. Because, you know, a lot of people I think are it's kind of hard because you don't want to scare people away that only have a phone because you want them on the platform because they have probably the better story but you know people that have a good camera are obviously going to use it and you know production value wise we are a media company so we have to push that forward that shows our you know credibility as a business so it's kind of this sticky situation now where we want to be pioneers and we want to push the platform forward but we also don't want to alienate those that don't have that equipment or i mean honestly i don't think it matters i'm gonna test that in my own personal content but you know we want to make sure that everybody feels welcome and it's kind of a we'll see what happens with the video i think it's it's gonna be really good i think that especially over the last few days i don't know if you've noticed but linkedin's had a few problems with the algorithm and with people's yeah. videos and getting <laughs> them out and last night i couldn't even upload at all yeah. so I mean, it has its hiccups, but I think through Microsoft, you know, acquiring LinkedIn and things like that, I think it's really going to, you know, it might take a few months, but I think it'll really come to itself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe this is just, you know, my own personal view of it, but I find that LinkedIn, maybe as it is, and I think going forward, it has a place for everyone, right? You yeah. can be the, the phone vlogger. You can be, you know, with what I do with my podcast, very, very raw. Or you can be, you know, the high quality and all of it's there for a reason, but they're all... Yeah really good in their own way. That's the thing I literally liked about LinkedIn. You know, YouTube, I find is very much that, you know, high quality, high quality, high quality. LinkedIn seems like it has that cool mix between everything. And, and that's why I like LinkedIn a lot too, because it, you know, you get to hear the stories, you get to meet the people, whereas, you know, YouTube, you just, you know, you watch beautiful videos and you're like, well, I can't do that. So I'm not even gonna <laughs> waste yeah, my time. Know. But <laughs> you know, I even think that all the time. But yeah, it's, I, I agree with that. It's a platform for everybody. And that's what's beautiful about it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So then do you believe 
social impact, and we'll talk about business now, but do you believe social impact is an important part of what business is? I do. I think that the direction that we're seeing, especially with our business take is, you know, social impact is huge and we're able to create our brand and create who we are and, and implement that into a city like Milwaukee. And the reactions that we've been getting from people are huge because it's, you know, within social impact, none of our events have been, you know, as, for Milwaukee being one of the most segregated cities in the United States, it's everybody's there and everybody's engaging and talking to each other. So, you know, we're doing something right in that regard because everybody's coming in one place and we're just, you know, it's not even a come here and learn this all the time. It's just come and just celebrate, like have fun, meet some people. You know, our networking events aren't just like suit and tie. It's, you know, we go to all our meetings dressed as we would our personal brands because that's who we are. Our business is built essentially on our personal brands to an extent. So, you know, we're able to take that and, and bring that impact to, you know, society as a whole as, as to just, you know, you can be yourself and not be afraid to be. Hmm. It's it's funny because I find Milwaukee might translate really well into what Barrie is as well. Barrie uh, is growing very fast. It's the second most entrepreneurial city in Canada, uh, wow. sorry, in Ontario. And and like we have a lot of this stuff, but we don't tell it very well. And when yeah. we have these events, you know, people think, you know, oh, no one's going to show up, but we host. Uh, it's through Startup Canada. They do events through Startup Barrie, which is a very uh, similar to LinkedIn Local. And like yeah. people show, like there's a lot of people in these spots. Right but we don't tell it very well. So I, I wonder if, you know, Barry might hopefully translate. I wish there was a company like what you're doing in Barry, yeah. but there isn't yet, but it, it's those segregated. Yeah, yeah, I hope, I hope. <laughs> those segregated cities aren't usually segregated. It's the perception of it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a good transition then to into the last question. And, and uh, if you don't mind jumping into it. Yeah. What's your advice for others to begin making a positive social impact or positive impact in their communities? I think it's not being afraid to dig a little bit deeper. You know, when, when we go out, we don't record people that are dressed the nicest. We don't find the people that are probably most well off in life. You know, we find the people, you know, we go to the places that really nobody else sees or, you know, they just drive past and put on their, you know, metaphorical blinders to an extent because you know they don't want to see that part of the city but you know we'll go right in there and, and we'll interview those people and get their insight because really the the city maybe financially in the top percentage of people is what it is but really it's everything else that builds the city so my advice is always just don't be afraid to go out and get yourself a little dirty to you know metaphorical extent because you need to get those stories out and within telling stories you can tell i can ask anybody who's a millionaire to tell their story and to an extent it's going to be similar but you know you go to somebody maybe they're a homeless man or maybe it's you know a woman who just works at mcdonald's you know you never know but they're the ones that have those stories you're like oh, man that's like impactful and and we're really starting to dive into that a lot more and optic just create a, a series called the unfinished legacy because that's his kind of personal clothing brand and he just goes around and asks people, you know, what's their unfinished legacy? And it doesn't matter who it is that he asks, but the answers that we've been getting are just super deep and super impactful. And it's across the board. It's not just, you know, people that make a million. It's not just people that make, you know, 10, 20,000 a year. It's like the amount of stories that we're seeing mixed across that board are just incredible. And I think that for anybody that wants to get started making a social impact, just don't be afraid to talk to people. Like people are, you know you want people are humans we're all human we want to be talked to we want to socialize we want to engage and we all want to be treated the same so just get out there and meet some cool people and it's it's so true and when 
I find like conversations like this when you're on, you're on a podcast and so maybe that's just my comfortability, but it like brings out this inner, you know, desire. And like, we've never met in person, but like, I feel right. like there's a connection already there. Yeah. yeah. You're sharing like real raw stories, right? You're sharing who you yeah. are. And, and that's a piece that, that I find we miss a lot, right? In what we do. Uh, and, and yeah, just, I love it. <laughs> like, I love really. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. 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 And I, I just, I think that that's super important because there's so many people that are like, well, you know, I can interview the president of the Bucks or Brewers CEO or whatever, but like, they're only going to tell me so much about the city because they probably have a house somewhere else or whatever the case may be. But like the people that live here, the people that born, raised, die here, those are the people that are going to tell you the stories that you want. And I mean, if people want to get physically dirty too, they can. Like that's, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. We both those. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Eric, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know, it's incredible hearing about what you're doing with your Milwaukee's venture and, and everything you do personally and, and highlighting the people that really make that impact and that are the roots of, you know, the found, foundation of the city. So again, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.